Hi everyone, this is Anna, and you're listening to my podcast on Heaven and Hell. Welcome, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. So glad that you're here with me today, and um, I'm excited to jump right in. We're still talking about just Bible study tips, things that can help us to be better Bible readers, help us to understand more, and today, one of my favorite topics, reading buddies. Can we talk about reading buddies for a minute? At school, so I teach third grade, and Third graders actually love reading buddies just as much as my kindergarten friends. When I taught kindergarten, loved reading buddies. I have a, like a a bucket. It's like a big plastic bucket. And I cut some letters out on my um, silhouette vinyl cutter thing um, that says book buddies. And it's just full of stuffed animals. And so the kids, if they're reading, um... If they feel like they just are tired of reading by themselves, they can read to a book buddy. And so they can pull out, like, I have a little cat in the hat, um, a little teddy bear, something, and they can read to a book buddy. And for some reason, that just makes reading so much more fun to read with a friend, even if the friend doesn't talk back. And so I'm not recommending today that any of you read to a stuffed animal. If that helps, sure go for it. Um, but something that might help even more, um, is to read with an actual friend, a person who you can talk about, um, the Bible with who you can talk about what you've learned, what the Lord is showing you and someone who can hold you accountable. So let's start with the scripture. It's, um, that I want to share with you guys, Ecclesiastes chapter four, Verse 9 says, hang on, I just had it pulled up and now it's not. Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9 says, Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. So we've talked a lot about being patient with ourselves as we read the Bibles, uh, doing it with process and prayer and perspective and all of these things. But it is so real that there are going to be times when we fall off the wagon, when we look up and it's been like three or four days or, oh no, it's been a week or a month since I've read my Bible and I just, I need help. I need someone to help me. Well, the Bible says right here, if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. So we need someone who's going to lift us up. Um, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. We need each other. And I would love to have an episode um, and invite some people on who are are my people who lift me up and who um, help keep me accountable to the Word of God. So maybe that will be here in the future. But today I just want to talk very, it's probably going to be very quick, very practical, um, just about how we need people to help us as we read the Bible. So um, I've been thinking about this program that we do at our school called Check In, Check Out. 
And it's for kiddos who have behavior um, difficulties. We'll say it that way. And um, they need someone to check in with them throughout the day. Um, So I have a few kids in my classroom who are part of this program. And what it is is that, you know, some kids can go to school, do their thing all day. They're fine. They go home. Their parents say, hey, how was school today? Or did you get in trouble or whatever? And that's good enough for them. They know their parents are going to check in with them. We've got some kiddos who either... You know, their parents aren't going to check in with them to see if they behaved or they, a whole day is just way too long. So they need like every 30 minutes, someone checking in with them and reminding them like, don't forget, this is your goal. This is what you need to do. And so some of us need that. It's, it's successful. I actually love it. And the, the, um, point of it is that, um, a child will check in or check out with another adult in the building besides their classroom teacher. And so now they're building relationships, not just with their teacher, but with other, um, adults who are good examples in their lives. And so this kind of translates to our Bible reading because some of us need to just be able to check in with someone about our Bible reading. And the really cool part about that is it doesn't just hold us accountable for our, behavior, but it also helps us to build a relationship with our brother or sister in Christ. And so I am all for reading buddies. I dare you, I double dog dare you to go find someone this week and say, hey, will you be my Bible reading buddy? And they might laugh at you, but um, they actually might want to do it as well. If you've ever been a part of a small group or a home Bible study or you've done like a reading plan, you know that it's so much better. Well, you know that it's easier to keep up with when you're doing it with friends because they're going to hold you accountable. And that's what we're called to do as Christians is to encourage one another, build one another up and to, um, to help each other. So Let's just talk about a few ways that you could have a Bible reading buddy. One is to do, this is probably the easiest way, is to do an online plan. I told you guys about our church, how we read the book of Luke together. And we did, um, on the YouVersion Bible app, there is um, like plans. And when you do the one of the Bible plans, reading plans, you can say, do you want to do it with friends or do you want to do it by yourself? And so if you want to do it with friends, not only do they see your progress, but also you can like make notes for each other that you can see about what um, you're reading. And so actually you never even have to talk to anyone. You can just read, leave your notes and you can read each other's notes and keep up with each other. I had um, once a friend, we, we couldn't get together and like meet every week and talk about the Bible. But um, we knew that we were both reading, uh, maybe it was the book of James together. And so every now and then I just text her and be like, Hey, look what I just read in James. I love this scripture. This stood out to me. And then she would do the same for me. So maybe you want to do something like that. Um, If you can at all possible, be a, go to church. (laughs) and uh, do like a reading plan with your church. Um, Maybe your pastor is doing a series or something, and maybe you want to get a few friends from church and say, like, let's read along with what he's been preaching on. Or maybe like on Wednesday nights, you're doing a 
or whenever your midweek service is, you're doing a study on a certain book, or maybe just ask your pastor, hey, like, what are you going to be preaching on over the next few weeks? Can we, uh, I want to read along with you. And, but the point is to, to have relationships with people in, um, your local congregation who you can talk about the Bible with. Um, and then if you could be a part of a home Bible study, oh my goodness, that's, that's where it's at right there. My home Bible study, um, the home Bible studies that I've done throughout the years, there's just something really special about a home Bible study. First of all, either welcoming people into your own home or being welcomed into someone else's home and to break bread, you know, by reading the word of God with them. It is, it is sacred, it is holy, and it is so special. And um, I recommend it for anyone. And so, Let's talk about this really quickly. Maybe no one's doing a home Bible study that you can go to. And so maybe the Lord is calling you to do a home Bible study. What in the world are you going to do? Well, it's not that hard. Truly. If I can do it, anybody can do it. Because this is what you do. You say, hey, I would love to do a home Bible study. So your friend, pick a friend who wants to read the Bible too. And say, hey, I want to do a home Bible study. Look, I'm I'm literally going to give you a script for it. Get get your pencil and your paper out. You can do this. Okay. Hey, friend. I want to do... I want to study the book of James. I just said that a while ago, but it's a really good book to study. I want to study the book of James. I just really don't want to do it alone. I was thinking about doing like a home Bible study. Are you free on Tuesday nights or Thursday nights? Either one works for me. And we could like meet at my house and we could just read it together and then talk about it. And then they'll probably say, you know what? I've actually been wanting to get involved in something like this. Or I I really, you know what? I really do need to read the Bible more. That sounds great. And then you say, okay, what works better? Like five o'clock or six o'clock or 630? And they'll say, oh, 630 would work better for me because that's when I get off work. And then um, you say, okay, awesome. And then they come to your house. You don't even have to cook dinner or anything unless you want to. And then y'all just say, hey, we're going to read the first chapter together. And you read it. And then you both look at each other and say, what in the world did that even even mean (laughs) and then you talk about it and it's awesome and so now you've made a friend you've read the bible and they're probably going to bring a different perspective than you and they're going to help you to understand some things that you didn't understand and you're going to help them to understand some things that they didn't understand and I've told you before it's my soapbox and I'm going to say it again and again you guys We have got to be reading our Bibles. And um, not only that, but our friends and our families, they've got to be reading their Bibles too. And we want to help them. And we need them to help us because we're living in a crazy, crazy world that doesn't even believe that the Bible is truth anymore. And um, that's really scary. And so we want to be a part of a generation of people, a group of people who say that we're going to stand firm on the word of God and I believe in you that you can do it um so I had one more thing that I wanted to share with you and I guess it doesn't really go with this but I I, it does kind of this is like um a super delayed 
Wednesday recap. I, I do the Sunday recaps and those release on Mondays where I talk about our church service on Sunday. But there is a message that was, uh, or a lesson that was taught at our church. Like it's been months ago at this point on a Wednesday night. And I had my notes written down in my notebook because I wanted to share it with you guys. And I just haven't had the opportunity to. So I want to now. And it was my sister, Christina. She taught on a Wednesday night. And she taught about the difference between intensity and intimacy in our relationship with the Lord. And um, so she used this graphic, but I'm going to describe it to you. That um, intensity, when we talk about intensity, that's really high highs and really low lows. You're either really high, you're really low. You're on the top of the mountain, you're in the valley. That's intensity. Intimacy, uh, and you, you might think about it as like a high school boyfriend, girlfriend. Like you, we've seen these, right? My, me and my sister Rebecca are two good examples of this. Mine was like the intensities. I had, um, I was one of those people in high school who was like, had an on again, off again relationship. It was either really good or it was really bad on, on, off, on, off, on, off. But my sister, Rebecca, she met her husband, JJ, when they were like 15 or 16 and they literally dated until they got married. And now they've been married for like eight years or something. So that's kind of a good, it it happens in our Bible reading too, is what I wanted to say is that, um, Sometimes we can be like really on fire with our Bible reading and we're like, oh my gosh, I read a whole book of the Bible or like I'm, I'm doing, I'm spending an hour in Bible study every single day, but then you burn out and you're like, oh my gosh, it's been a month since I read the Bible. That's intensity. That's having really high highs and really low lows in your Bible reading. What we want to strive for is an intimacy with the Lord where it it doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be two hours. It doesn't have to be a whole book, but I'm spending some quality time every day with the Lord. Just a few minutes, just I've got to get in his word. I've got to hear the scripture. I've got to talk to him just every day at some point. And um, it's sustainable and it keeps us going. And the scripture reference that she talked about was in Isaiah. It's Isaiah 26, um, verse 3. And it says, You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And I think that's what we're all looking for is we want that perfect peace. We want that relationship with the Lord. And so we're going to have to... Um, have a relationship that is intimate with the Lord, that is every day, that is um, a regular, just normal thing. And so there's a lot more to this and you could go back and watch that because um, I think it was live streamed that night. But um, to tie it back into what I was saying earlier, you might need help with that and that's okay. And so maybe having a reading buddy to help you um, get into that because Reading the Bible, I say that we don't want to make it like something that we just check off our to-do list, but we do want it to be a habit because there are good habits and bad habits, right? Good habits, brush your teeth every morning. We're not going to say, well, I'm not going to brush my teeth because I don't want it to just be another thing I check off the list. No, it needs to be something that you do every day. That's a good habit. Bible reading and prayer 
that's is the same thing. We don't want it to just become like routine. We don't want it to become stagnant. We don't want it to become something we do because we just feel like we have to, but we want it to become something that is so normal for us, so um, much of a habit for us that we do it every day that we don't even know what to do with ourselves if we don't do it. And sometimes we need help to get started on a good habit, just like healthy eating or kicking caffeine or going to bed on time. Sometimes we need help with those things. Maybe you want to get up early and you say, you're asking a friend who goes to work before you do, hey, can you call me on your way to work and make sure that I wake up in time? Um, You would do that for a friend. You can do that for your Bible reading too. Hey, can you help me make sure that I'm reading my Bible every day? Because it is so important and I don't want to miss out on this opportunity for an intimate relationship with the Lord. But I just need help to get started in this area. So, I, and I'm here for you guys too. I'm, I want to do it for you too. You can do it. You can read the Bible. You can understand it. And you can be changed by what you've read. Um, but it's going to take time. And it's going to take dedication. And we've got to be here for each other to support each other through it. So I believe in you. You guys can do it. And thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you next time. Hey, it's me again. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Also, would you consider leaving a review or rating it? I would really appreciate it. It helps the podcast get into the hands, the ears of other people who need to hear about the Word of God. And if you've listened before, you know how I like to end every podcast. You are a Bible reader. You can understand the Word of God, and you will be changed by what you read. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.